This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. <laughs> Yo, you tuned into RAF. I'm your host, LA, aka the Love Ambassador. And thank you for joining us on what is in Australia a Sunday morning, nice and sunny in Melbourne. Um, look, a lot of the times, credit doesn't really go to very talented musicians because a lot of the times they're not standing at the front, they're not singing, they're in the background and they're dropping down some mad, uh, mad tune, so to speak. So, I'm going to take you on a journey here because I really feel like it's similar to uh, what's going on in sort of medical. A lot of the nurses are the unsung heroes with what's going on, the paramedics, the ambulance drivers, you know. So it's time to give an applause to people that, you know, aren't in the limelight all the time. So for my blues series, I'm going to go into an artist by the name of Mighty Joe Young. Here's the song, Need a Friend. Going on a bit of a journey with Marty Joe Young. He was born in Shreveport, Louisiana, moving to Milwaukee in about 1945. The year that he was born was uh, 1927, and the date was September 23rd. He was an amateur boxer in the 1940s, but he, as he recalled later, there was nothing to write home about. I decided that music was the best thing to do, uh, probably for his brain, actually, uh, a better thing as well. He began his music career in the early 1950s, singing on the Milwaukee nightclub circuit and taking his stage name after the film of the same name, which was, I think, from the latter 40s it was made. In 1955, he returned to Louisiana to make his recording debut for Jiffy Records. He then moved to Chicago where he worked as a sideman, notably with Joe Little and his Heartbreakers and later Billy Boy Arnold, who we will definitely do a show on because he is awesome. After recording Why Baby, Empty Arms for Bobby Robinson's Fire Records in 1961, he performed with the legendary Otis Rush in the early 1960s playing on Rush's album Cold Day in Hell, very good album by the way. He also continued to record under his own name for small labels such as Webcourt, Celtics and Jacqueline. He played on what is quite possibly one of the best blues, well Chicago blues albums ever, Magic Sam's album West Side Soul and Black Magic. He also worked with Jimmy Rogers, Great Willie Dixon, Tyrone Davis and Jimmy Dawkins. Now what's interesting about um, the Mighty Joe Young is that whilst he sort of started off with I guess more of a 
traditional style, what we really saw towards the 60s and 70s, as with sort of Freddie King and other artists, they really started to absorb the locks of funk music, soul music, and whatever. So the traditional blues of the down south on the acoustic really changed and became amalgamated into what has in my view, become a very, very exciting style. Here's an example of uh, another jam which you can figure out for yourself. <laughs> Line, like that is more kind of attuned to sort of a James Brown style, but like as many blues fanatics, I guess you could say, uh, you know, every tree has its roots in blues music. Like we've discussed across this series has been the uh, the roots of the tree for many genres. Uh, Young's album Blues with a Touch of Soul was, received, was released by Delmark in 1971, and two further albums followed on the Ovation label in the mid-1970s. Young regularly performed in the 1970s and 1980s at the Wise Falls Pub in Chicago. His song Turning Point was used in the feature film Thief, directed by Michael Mann. He also opened up, um, in terms of the Chicago scene, uh, a lot of sort of universities and university students were getting more of a taste of what Chicago blues was really like from artists like him. But traditionally, it was from the south side, and, you know, as in many parts of the world, the split of the rich and poor was, uh, especially in Chicago as it is today, quite a massive thing. So for these blues musicians to actually even head up north in itself was quite an achievement. I think what makes Marty Joe Young really interesting is his um, style of playing guitar is really sort of encompassing so many different genres. But it, for me, it's really got just an incredible, incredible soul feel to it. And he's got that mix of that, you know, angelic voice mixed with that gutter growl. <laughs> Thank you. 
as you can see, I mean, look, I'm actually honestly playing this for you, and I'm loving absolutely every second of it. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm getting the groove on in the chair, to be honest. In 1986, he began working on the album, eventually released in 1997. Well, 11 years, just a cheeky 11, no biggie, as Mighty Man. After he underwent surgery in a pinched nerve his neck, he developed numbness in his fingers, which affected his ability to play guitar. In 1998, he underwent further surgery on his spine in an attempt to regain feeling in his fingers, but he died at the age of 71 after developing pneumonia. It's kind of strangely ironic because we're going through a coronavirus pandemic. Anyway, here's another jam of his. <laughs> As you can see, it's really quite a shame that he actually ended up uh, losing his ability, basically, to play. Um, in terms of uh, appraisals, he, he, he got um, a little bit of recognition, um, especially sort of within the 70s. But, look, his, uh, his body of work was particularly strong and particularly during sort of the 70s. And, like I said, his legacy is as much um, playing on the great albums like West Side Soul uh, look to Mighty Joe Young, may you rest in peace. So we're going to finish with one last jam. But I can say honestly that I've truly enjoyed sharing this music. Get on Spotify, download the music, and get involved because, well, let's face it, frankly, it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you.